nice things. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another fun-packed episode of Nice Things with myself, Sir Michael Livesley, and... Uh, this week, Lady Paul Carmichael. Ah, Lady Paul, so glad you could join us, dear. Uh, well, it's a pleasure. It's been a hot week, dear. I think you've been far too hot. Is it far nearly too. Christmas? No, sadly not. We've got to go through the purgatory that is summer yet. Um, though um, that's not a nice thing. A friend of mine, Carl Mary, last week who watched the show, she said that um, she said that I had a face the colour of a turkey cock's ass. So. <laughs> Hopefully this week I'm slightly less red, slightly less Alan Brazil, um, and uh, and I'm not alarming, you know, frightening the children. So, what nice things have you had in mind this week, dear? Oh, nice things this week. Well, the, well, it's an interesting week for nice things for both of us, I think, isn't it? Yes. Um, we've both had a, a strange experience with nice things. In my case, it was entirely of my own doing. Right. There is no excuse for what I'm about to do here. This is something that you'll recognize, Michael, and many other people will. This is um, ah. a, yes, this is a, a DVD of Doctor oh. Who and the Ice Warriors with Patrick Troughton. Yeah. Only four of the six episodes exist, so they've done um, animation for the other two, and I don't know if you've seen it, but the characters have unnaturally long arms. I don't uh, like those animated things. I'm sorry, I really don't like those things. I think the 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 first one I saw them do was it Invasion. They did uh, one and is it one and four that are missing? Yeah, Invasion. And yeah, that was Cosgrove f- Hall who did those right. first two episodes. And to for me, quite, they work probably the best. I am a great fan of the old loose cannons. Mm. You know the the the, the telly snap. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. I, I was always happy with those. I was trying to remember the name of the other one. There was two different people doing doing recons about ninety nine. I don't know if you used to do this, but you used to post VHS. You used to post blank tapes to someone, and then you'd get blank tapes, and then you'd copy. You know, sort of like Marco Polo, which which had Mark Eden. If you remember, they got Mark Eden to redo his narration. That's right, garden, yeah. hadn't they? Yeah, yeah. So because. The offers combined with the telesnaps. I don't think there's any telesnaps for Marco Polo, is there? Or is, or am, I, am I wrong? No, I think there are. I think there are. There are, there are. Because so, there was yeah. a couple, wasn't there, that they didn't have? Didn't Because John Cura, is it Cura or Cora? How do you say it? I, well, I say Cura. Yes. So he didn't do everything, did he? Not everything, no. So there are a few episodes where you've got nothing. And that includes Ronald Pickup, a wonderful actor. And his first ever telly was... Um, I think it was a Hartnell episode. Um, I think it's one of the missing episodes of The Reign of Terror, um, which is set in revolutionary France. Um, and there's nothing, there's not a clip of his first ever telly. What we do have now is an animated version, I've got to say, with The Reign of Terror. If you, if, don't watch it if you have photosensitive issues, because right. there are occasionally, I'm, no exaggeration, uh, you get three cuts a second going shock, oh, shock, shock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. It's the strangest thing. Um, Cosgrove Hall ones were nice. They, they right. were nice, but then they've gone to various other people, and so the people who've done this one have just, uh, they've got a thing for unnaturally long arms. But um, that's fine. I think I can justify that. Yeah. Here's something I can't justify. Go on, let's have a look. So, ah! Right. So what they've done is they've taken something which is a very visual program, I think you would agree, mm. extremely visual, and they've released it on on record, yes. which is 
a ridiculous thing. So you, I, I've now got this. Well, I've actually got the VHS. There you go. Oh, wow. Nice, and that's the trouble. This nice. ice-coloured vinyl. Yes. You know, I'm a sucker for ice-coloured vinyl, dear. But it is a very so, nice thing. It's a lovely thing. And, and we discussed this before, haven't we? It's kind of like all these dandy Beano annuals behind me. Mm. Part of the thrill, the main thrill of collecting these things is to just look at the spines. It is. Isn't it? It and absolutely I think, is. I think what happened with children of our generation certainly is kind of, we grew up with those um, Doctor Who monthlies, which had those lovely production stills, didn't they, of those years, which mm. were sort of very tantalizing and lovely. And then in the same breath, because you remember the little episode guide you'd get every month and they went through, a, you know, every week, month. So yeah. You'd get a different season that had the episode guide and they were like lovely little thumbnail four line paragraphs for each episode so you had those production stills that make the pertwee years look incredible um and you also were well aware when you got to the end it's like but this no longer exists so i think what that inculcated in in people of our generation is this need to have our own doomsday archive in case they all got lost again mm. no absolutely it, in my head um i do have a schedule ready just in case the apocalypse happens and maybe I happen to get a, you know, hold of a transmitter and, um, oh, I've got yeah. a full schedule in my head. I could operate a TV channel and, it, and lots of people would hate it. So um, it's like in, in, threads, no in Threads where the woman sat there with that video recorder and they're watching that kids program over and Words over and again. pictures they're watching. Yeah, they? yeah, Which yeah, yeah. Particularly horrifying. Absolutely. Um, but I know what you mean about that. I even went to the... Oh, this is so fucking sad. Oops. Um, but I, I even went to the um, extent of, in VLC, I found out, and I know, you, you know, I, normally I'm a, a hater of it myself, but I know you're no fan of mm. uh, dogs on screen. But I, for my own purposes, because I am very sad, um, I decided I was going to have my own TV station and that every time I played something through VLC Media Play, I'd have my own little dog you know, in the left-hand corner. So uh, yeah. it was a nice thing. It was another well, a nice thing. thing. That's a strange thing, isn't it? Because originally to me, a dog, um, and everyone probably, you know, you probably all know what that is, but a digital on-screen guide thing. So uh, top corner, you'd have a little, you'd have the channel symbol. So you knew which channel you were watching if you were stupid and couldn't figure it out from what was on. Yeah. And originally when they started i mean i think they really started sort of in the 90s don't they when you start to get multi-channel television sky one had it first so straight away i thought common because yes. they'd taken over bsb galaxy which I yes like. yes yes um wonderful that and then anyway we'll talk about that at some point yeah um but dogs then annoyed me and um back in my days at live tv at one point we had three dogs on screen at once and that's had, nothing now oh nothing now but in that's 1997 96 do you remember you got, having to go around common people's houses when when things were on sky and with a cassette and oh. like you know oh would you record this for me please the lower yeah, classes well no but uh, a friend of mine wasn't a friend at all actually i didn't like him but his family had got bsb they'd got a squirrel yeah and, and i was desperate to just see any old Hartnell episode that had been broadcast, but yes. also to watch an episode of Jupiter Moon, which was their sci-fi soap opera. Oh, what was that? Was it, what was that? An original thing? That was an original thing. They made 150 episodes of a soap, but set in the year 2050. 
right. uh, aboard a space-going university, and it, Anna Chancellor was in it. You know, it had some excellent people in. Right. Managed 150 episodes. And in the last wow. episode, they ended it brilliantly by killing people, which is the way it should be done. Well, of course. But, yes. Um, well, true, we? dogs, true yeah. Jacobi, Jacobian anyway, tragedy. Yeah. But with dogs, I think certainly what you've got is something that originally, when they first started in the 90s, I thought, oh, God, that's awful. But now you look back on those old dogs and you go, oh, that's nice. Ah, but that is the one. thing. That's the thing about nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's always 20 years ago. And it so, is. And so when you get on something, it's like those old, I've got a tape somewhere, which is the black and white um, broadcast of the demons. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, black, uh, black and white minstrels. No, I don't have any of those. Um, maybe I should invest. But um, I'll you out later. I've got a yes. Oh, thank you, dear. Um, these were. Do you remember the demons when they mm. broadcast it first of all on UK Gold because they hadn't recolorized it yet? Mm. So I've got one of those, and yeah, you do have that nostalgia. I mean, I didn't rush out. Obviously, I didn't because I was a kid. But I, I re. It's like. When I was a kid, I really wanted a video recorder. So I got a paper round and it was five quid a week, the paper round to hire a video recorder was 20 quid a month. So I begged my mum to sign the paperwork. So then I had a video recorder and I really wanted it because Dalek Invasion Earth 2150 AD was on BBC one Saturday morning. It's like, I have to have a recording of that. Oh, now here's the thing. Was this 1985? That's correct. In that case, we've both got our first video recorders for the same thing. <laughs> Genuinely, really? we did. We Unreal. absolutely did. So you will have missed Doctor Who and the Daleks the week before? I missed Doctor Who and the Daleks. I got a friend of mine to record it, and it took a perfectly half of the E180. Yes. Um, but I, I tried to convince to get it for the series because season 22 finished the Saturday before they showed Doctor Who and the Daleks. Is that right? Because yeah. because my memory of it is yes, you're right. You are correct. Mm. No, no, I don't know. Hang on, it's it's all murky, sir. <laughs> um, it, it, the the years of abuse are now. Let me think. Right. So in my head, yeah, the first thing I recorded was Daleks Invasion Earth twenty one fifty AD one Saturday morning, and, right. you, and and prior to that, the year before the Haydock Social Club. We'd got a flyer in school to say some local dodgy guy was going to show films. You know, going to show films at the social club this Saturday morning, boy, you're coming. Um, so one of them was Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. So the previous summer, it was 10 a.m. this thing started. I mean, you know, to me, it was like going to a proper cinema, but it was the, the wooden social club where I grew up, the little place yeah. I grew up. And I, I, I got up and I stood there from seven in the morning. You <laughs> first in the line, mate. Uh, I was the only one in the line, <laughs> let me tell you. So, all right, so spin forward a year, you know, I'm a man of means, I've got a paper round now. So I got it from, now my memory is that I recorded that. And then on the Monday, I recorded Man About the House on Channel 4, which right. is where I learned that you needed to press the pause button because if you stopped and then click record again after the advert, you had the, <clears throat> you had yeah. the, you had the white noise between it. And my memory is that it was September that year that season 22 started. Now, so does that mean that there was a previous summer showing? Well, there must have been. It definitely went out. I remember it was the week after the last episode of Revelation of the Daleks. Yes. I'll take you to 
if you remember the ending. Annoying. All right. So it's a different. Right. It's definitely a different broadcast then, because, uh, uh, and I know why because. The first four part on that's the mysterious planet, isn't it, with John Sims? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, because that was the, you know, I had it's the first time I'd ever been able to record an episode of Doctor Who, so burnt into my head is <laughs> you know, so yeah. I've got all the incidental music stuck in my head, and John mm. Sims, it was she says, you must do you take me as a fool? So she's giving it the full Glenda Jackson, isn't she, as Elizabeth oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, I can't remember what the line is, but um, yeah, so the, the incidental music's burnt in. Now, what might date my first video recorder is the BBC that later that year were doing uh, really good compilation clip shows. Hmm. So that would have been, what, 50th anniversary or something? TV programmes or just general nostalgia and music? No, they, that... were, they were themed around this anniversary that they had and they were brilliant because it was it was just a treasure trove of python and malcolm and wise and and steptoe and all these other clips well there was tv 50 but that's what year earlier was that? well was that 70 oh, oh I right no right know. right right then no so it can't have been that no no i i, anyway. I and it's one of those things that a quick google could answer this but i don't know if you get that in the same way that when you finally got to see those Pertwees, yeah, how you know the sort of those um, glossy production shots, you know, because Pertwee was and, and Delgado were movie stars and they knew how to strike a pose, didn't they? For the oh, camera, yeah. really. Yeah. So in the same way that you know that image of Delgado stood in front the uh, front of the uh, Doomsday uh, weapon. You know, yeah. when you've, I mean, actually, I picked a bad example because the mind of evil doesn't disappoint, does it? It's like watching a Bond movie. But yeah. when you finally got to see things like Invasion of the Dinosaurs and stuff like that, it, mm. it, it, it didn't match up, did it, to the expectation? Not fully, no. And, and in the same way, I don't want to Google the dates and find out what these things were called. And I, I want it to live in that sort of, you know, that nice things bubble in my head of nostalgia in the same way that Carry On Henry well, you remember we said last week about nice things, how it's ephemera. And yeah. It's, it's not just the object, is it? Mm. So the ephemera with things like Carry On Henry for me is I managed to get like three quid, whatever it was. And I remember walking. And it's an evening like this tonight, which was lovely for me to walk down to the same town centre. And I remember going down there with my three quid and buying Carry On Henry from Woolworths because they did those video collections mid 80s yes. do you remember comedy cut, classics cut price yeah and there was that terrible guy doing uh it was like a, a big at the beginning of each one there was an advert for carry-ons and it was some terrible impressionist doing them all you know and i remember it ended with some really bad windsor davis was so carry on you know it makes sense you know <laughs> so it sounded like some rugby commentator but <laughs> it's not just carry on dick it's it's also getting the video and getting it home and hmm. and and all those things that go along with it and it's in the same way that when i first got stepped on some vhs's in about 1989 when i was at school i went down to wh smith's and it was a winter night and it was dark and you know it's it's all of that isn't it is it? it is very much all of that it, it's the it's the memory surrounding it as much as the object itself yes. and of course like you say when you like to just be able to you know look at the spine yeah. well that's absolutely it because that spine contains everything it, it contains these records but it contains that that moment um not yeah. in this case because i felt like a tit for pressing buy on amazon but when it comes to nice <laughs> 
when it comes to nice things that I nice. have, sort of uh, old old VHSs and things, them yeah. are a real memory. That's why vinyl works for me. There's so, so, so many memories on, on those records. And it's just through the spine. I can recognise them from the spine because I, I was brought up with records. It was bizarre. I could um, operate a record player by 18 months old, um, <laughs> which is apparently amazing. Uh, I couldn't do anything else, but I could do that. Isn't that um, interesting? How you you must have there must have been some. What's it called when you teach yourself? Is it autodidactic? The call. Yeah. So there must have been something within you. It's I like that. <laughs> there very I much want... was. Yeah, I think you know what it was. Was um, my mum had a record of the Seekers called right. the Seekers Sing, and there were some songs on there that I absolutely loved, um, and I still have. Well, I've I've got her album, but it's buggered absolutely scratched to bits but i managed to get a lovely near mint one right um earlier this year treated myself um expensive and, and listening to it the, those memories come straight back of uh, yeah. i remember bouncing on the sofa but i listened to uh, one of them just the other day and i suddenly realized that it's a song all about a prostitute and wow. how she's going to be very dirty and make a lot of money. It's even got the line, lots of money from dirty old men. <laughs> and everyone goes, mm. And that, it's punctuated by the, by the three male members of the Seekers occasionally just on, you know, on the beat, just going, mm, together. And, Th that I mean, is superb. I, and, and that's good, good old-fashioned, honest British filth. Oh, it's isn't absolutely it? wonderful. Um, I wouldn't have believed it because I remember. I, I think we had an album that was the New Seekers. Were these the same same people or an upgrade? Now the New Seekers were after the Seekers split up. Uh, right. One of the chaps in the Seekers can't remember. Can't remember which one. I only ever remember Ju lovely Judith. But, yeah, um, did she look a bit like Nana Muscuri? She did. That's right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the chaps who wasn't the one with the glasses, um, he. Uh, in Britain, he founded the New Seekers. So it was basically right. him and three people, 10 years his junior. Um, and they were fine, but not, not the no. proper. Not I remember proper. going to a pub in the early 90s and, and, and saw a pip. You mm. remember there was Gladys Knight in the pips? Yes. And, was, and the pub for one pound was a pip. <laughs> and it was the one who danced. And he just put the music on and did the moves. Oh, that's... He just put a recording on and danced. <laughs> but I saw a pip. Oh, that's um, fantastic. So with that in mind, right, and, mm -hmm. and, and sort of linking to what you said about, oh, I, I feel the pillock or whatever for clicking by, the, yeah. one of those 3 a.m. purchases, I know them very well. It's just like, you know, I may not wake up in the morning. I'm going to buy this. Yes. And then at least, at least my children will have access to this and they can take my archive. And then if, if the balloon goes up, my schedule's written down, they can run Carmichael TV, it'll all be fine. So I've already been told by my children that it's all being given to a charity shop. Yes, I'm afraid they don't get it, do they? I've got, I've got about 400 discs which I've had imported, the whole of Dark Shadows, which is a hell of a Ooh, commitment. Yes. And, yes. and there they are, they're deleted and they've never been available here, charity shop. Or skip was the other I, suggestion. I think the children will be valuing, having them valued first, dear. <laughs> I think they might um, do, yeah. But with the internet purchase in mind, and, and mm. with all that stuff that uh, we were talking about that's nice thing, the internet robs people of all of that, especially people who are just starting out and discovering things, because mm. at the click of a button, they can download the entire back catalogue of someone 
Mm. No spines, no walk home, no memories of whatever they had for tea that night. No, no, no sort of, you know, I mean, I, I can think about things like that. And you can remember, you know, somebody who you wanted to ask out when you're in school or whatever it may be, you can, you can conjure up all those memories, which is not so if, if every single experience is just you clicking something on the screen. No, you absolutely can't. I mean, I mean, yeah, 1988, for example, for me is winter for the year. I remember it being incredibly cold. Um, Remembrance of the Daleks and copping off with Suzanne Cliff. Sounds, sounds perfect, doesn't it? It was. It was it's, absolutely lovely. I didn't have to do anything. I did have to do anything, and then I did very badly in GCSEs. But yes, 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 yes. This is true. They, Nasty they bugger things, up. Though. They bugger up exams. Mm. Girls do when you're that age. They really do. Yes, and you sort of get that obsessional thing, and then you you know you end up sort of doing the old bride's head revisited bit, don't you? If you get done <coughs> clutching the teddy bear to your chest, lying in your roof, are you going to do this? No. <laughs> I'm terribly upset. I remember um, getting an album. You remember Woolworths used to specialise in those albums that had 20 tracks on them? Oh, yes. And there'd been that resurgence in late 89, which is when I had the, the old cocking up my exams because of, of being dumped by a girl. Uh, no, it would have been 88. Um, and there'd been this resurgence of, like, Jackie Wilson and... And the dreadful, Simply Red had done um, every time we say goodbye or something, you know, the Ella Fitzgerald track. So we yeah. did these albums with 20. And I remember doing the old clutching the teddy bear to the chest, listening to Ella Fitzgerald singing, you know, every time we say goodbye. Anyway, that's crap and I don't care. And I'm, I'm over it now. But, um, <laughs> but all of that, I would mm. not swap for just clicking a button and downloading the whole Ella Fitzgerald thing, because I don't think that things are as cherished. I don't think they're as valuable. I'm sure you remember yourself. It wasn't the case, well, it was the case with me that I was a, you know, an inherent tight ass, and I still am. Um, well, I'm not, but I am as well. It's a weird yeah. thing. Mm. Um, but um, it wasn't just being a tight ass that made me walk miles with a tape in my pocket because I wanted to, you know, someone who had an album that I really wanted to hear sort of maybe, uh, I think it was called Fossils by Dinosaur Jr. or something like that. Certainly Bug yeah. by Dinosaur Jr. someone had, and I really wanted it. It wasn't just that. It's just the fact that in Liverpool, there was probably one copy. Mm. You know, there was literally, the, right, we've got one, yeah. and someone's bought it. There was that scarcity, wasn't there, with things? Mm. So when you finally got hold of something, it had value. And I, I do wonder if, if nice things are going to be, you know, something consigned to history when you can just download it all with well, very little, little effort. And that's the thing for me, which is why, you know, I mean, which is why even though this is worthless, it's not worthless. I mean, bloody How much while, was it? Go on. Um, 50 quid. 50 of your earth quids. 50 pounds. Good um, God, man. I know, I know. I've already, oh, I keep pre-ordering them. And then, and then I forget I've pre-ordered them. So they turn up and they're a nice thing. Yes. But also, a, oh, shit, that's just gone out of the account yes. moment as well. Yes, which isn't yes. Quite so good. But yes. I remember, here's a lovely one, because uh, you were saying about uh, back in the day with the old pirate videos and you could send a tape off and they yes. send a tape. And... I think my first experience of that was making contact, and I think, I think in in Liverpool in Central Hall, 
there was a film festival. Um, not a fit, but I mean, more like sort of like, um, I want to call it a bring and buy sale, but that's because I watched. Oh, yeah, people. like a film fair or something. A film, I suppose it was, yeah, film yeah. fair. Um, and so I went along and bought various bits and pieces, eight, a couple of eight mil films and stuff like that, even though I didn't have a projector. And I made contact with someone there who was selling photos of the Avengers. And I mean the proper Avengers, not this modern nonsense. Oh, no. No, no, no. So I got a lovely um, picture of uh, Steed and Mrs. Peel. And then he said, have you seen any of these? And I said, uh, I've heard about them. And all of a sudden, he says, all right, well, here's my address. If you send me, um, and it was something like £2 in stamps, in unused postage right. stamps, I'll send you a video back. Now, it's the weirdest thing. He didn't want cash. He wanted unused stamps. Yes. Why? I don't know. I know that French letters are very valuable, so long as they're unperforated. Um, but probably because he used a lot of stamps. I don't. Stamps are legal tender. I don't know if you... I, I can't see you, you know, sort of strolling into Weatherspoons and in a clear, steady voice ordering a pint and paying for it with uh, a book oh. of the old Green Shield. But, but, oh. uh, but on the other hand, I don't think it would have cost £2 back then to send a VHS tape through the post, probably about 30 40p. Well, this kind of talk inevitably reminds me of the, the name that dare not be spoken of Darren Gregory. Oh. Um, now... Darren Gregory, I, I was, mm. I was, I had an advert in Loot, <laughs> right, mm. in the late nineties because I was my mother's carer at the time, and so when you're stuck in the house all the time, it's like, well, what do you do? You know, you kind of see, so start collecting, collecting, collecting. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and I had an advert in there for Doctor Who stuff. I wanted Doctor Who stuff, which is mm. where half of this stuff here came from. And a guy got in touch with me, and he said, "Oh, um, <clears throat> he said, I've got Power of the Daleks." one to four and i've got 10th planet four and, and i just like lost my shit you know mm. i just couldn't believe it i was like yes 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 so anyway so um and i've got it in one of the books i've got a letter here from him a full letter so i got in touch with the college that i'd because because i was in my 20s then so it wasn't that long ago since i've been in college and i organized um you know um a projector and a screen mm. so we could uh, film it off the screen and it was like great you know da, 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 da. and of course then um I, I bought tomb of the cyberman the vhs off him you know all right okay so because he had some stuff to sell so i bought that off him yeah um 10th planet four none of it ever turned up quite clearly otherwise oh, you no. wouldn't be we wouldn't have had the discussion about animations at the beginning yeah. um but None of it turned up, and he gave me the whole spiel about Roger Barrett and the the VHS that had been and Blue Peter and all this stuff that I don't I don't mm. even know if any of that's true. Anyway, meantime, aside from me arranging to get this thing, because you remember Bronick, who worked at the college and that he yeah was, yeah yeah he was an old tutor of mine, so Bronick had arranged the uh, projector and the screen and wow. we'd got a time and he was coming over with it. I was going to meet him. And, did, and I'd also, meantime, I'd taken the, um, the um, liberty of writing to, I think it was Sue Malden, was it, at the BBC? At the archives, BBC archives, yeah, yeah. 
So I wrote to her and I've still got her letter as well. And, 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 and sort of when Gregory was giving me the runaround, she was like, so I I received a reply from her, which was, this is all pre-internet, you know? Mm. Um, So I received a reply from her saying, thank you for your letter, Michael, and blah, 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 blah. We are aware of this person called Darren Gregory. Um, So it was kind of, you know, don't worry about it effectively. Uh, It's going to come to nothing. Yeah. But it was very strange. I, I still don't understand his motive. Because we used to have long phone, like really long phone calls about this stuff. And I still, for the life of me, I mean, I believe he's he's said, hasn't he? People have spoken to this guy. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not, don't wish the guy any harm. He was, hmm. I'm a fantasist too. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, and we all went through that when we were fans in the 80s as children. We wanted to will these things into existing, didn't we? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, which was a nice thing. Yeah, um, nice. But I don't understand what he thought he hoped to achieve. He said that he was, he was saying he had missing episodes, but he'd swap them for other missing episodes. That was his motivation, wasn't it? Right, yeah, that's it. And it's a strange thing, isn't it? Because obviously it is going to come to nothing. And the whole fantasist side... Lovely, absolutely, which is, you know, hence why I do have my own personal schedule in my head, ready to ready to roll out if you'll just give me the EPG number on Sky. Well, you've but, got to do it. You've got to prepare because that is your coping mechanism. We all have a world we escape to. And absolutely. as you and I both know, because we, we were the ones who recreated Rawlinson End, we yeah. appreciated that with Viv, that was his coping mechanism for life. Yeah, absolutely. He, he created that entire world. And that's that's what what you you've got there. It is uh, the antidote to modern life, isn't it? It is, and I think that we all have it. And uh, well, maybe not all, but I think that you need it. I think you you're happier for it if you can just lose yourself in your own brain for a yeah. little while and and conceptualize and just daydream. I think there's yeah. you know the, these days, of course, we're meant to be on the go all the time. Just keep going, <sighs> and you don't get those lovely opportunities to sit down and lose an hour. And I think they yeah. are such valuable things where you can just sit down and an hour's gone. I haven't really done anything, but it was quite nice. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't that, agree more. It's such a shame now that we, that we do have, that we've, we've got a country that seems to just say that the, the harder you work, work till you drop and you're more valuable. It's, it's terribly, terribly sad. We've got our values all skewed. I mean, that's not an Completely. original observation. I, I know that. But I mean, I suppose that sitting there with your own thoughts, able to, you know, create that world. What is it that uh, Billy Liar lives in? Isn't it Ambrosia? The yes. world that he creates. Hmm. Um, I, I think that's the ultimate nice thing, isn't it? Because I just think that it's it serves a lot of utility that that ability for you to go into your imagination because it's kind of like it's it's a voyage that you come Mm. out of i'd say as a better person because you've had that experience of not having everything 100 miles an hour Mm. and also you can return with stuff that that you can turn into worlds for other people to live in oh absolutely yeah yeah i mean that's yeah, with us both working in a nominally creative uh, way at the moment, um, especially post-lockdown, post we're managing it still. Yeah. But you can then utilise those things. But even if you don't have that opportunity to do it, I'm sure it's got to be good. 
for you. I'm sure yeah. it's got to be good for your mental health to just take those times and just go, nope. And, yeah. and the world can just not for a little while. And that's... I. <laughs> But you're able to do that, aren't you? You do oh, that. Yeah. You yeah. can do that. You see, I'm sort of like, what has ruined my attention span and what has ruined my ability to chill, you know, completely is, is the smartphone and, and social media and all that sort of things. And you, you decouple from it. And I think you'd need, yeah. I'd, I think to detox from the digital stuff would probably take about two years. Well, I would think, yeah. I mean, it's a, um, there was an advert uh, I saw the other day, and it's to move up to one of the tiny little islands near the Sound of Harris in the Hebrides. And the big thing they were saying is, well, there's, there is a limited solar-powered light source might be enough to charge a phone. And I thought, might be. Doesn't matter if it's not, though. You know, and it, it, I think those moments where you can't connect but it wouldn't be enough to to power your tv station either would it no that's the problem I you see this is the trouble as well especially i don't see any opportunity for me to not sit in front of a a kumquat uh, to sit in front of a computer mm. for you know I, I don't know i mean at least two months mm. it's so difficult isn't it because you know perception shapes behavior doesn't it you know our yeah. perception of the world and i think that it's so easy for us when we're using social media for our perception of the world to 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 be skewed to be incorrect yeah you know, no ab absolutely it is um and, that, and that's well, i suppose that's the biggest problem on twitter isn't it everyone thinks they're on the winning side because mm. everyone only follows people they agree with yeah so you do get this skewed thing and i think that's added to the sort of the polarization that we've got now yeah where people are thinking getting terribly confused between politics and football teams and thinking no oh, if you don't support my oh stop it yes i mean stop it there's a great watching, film. A, watching 1982 episode of angels and but they won't but they, they won't will they they won't no, they won't they won't angels was a sat wasn't it a saturday night job i was it Sunday? angel well i don't know about when it first started but angels went twice a week it was uh oh it did it it did. It went twice a week in 25-minute episodes. Um, and it's got the most wonderful theme tune, which... Yeah, know, that's right. I remember it with, listen a, to. with a little sort of green... Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, moving yeah. across. Yeah, it's, got, it's fantastic. God, Angels. Um, wow, man. I'd forgotten all. My mum must have loved it. Yeah. Oh, she it's, must it's, have loved it. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely wonderful. I think it was made at Pebble Mill. Like oh, nothing. you love a pebble mill, lad. I love a pebble mill. You I love, love a pebble made, mill. Anything that's made in Birmingham. You've got Broad Street for ITV, which I didn't appreciate at the time, but I do now. But do you remember when you first... Because do you remember how Pebble Mill... See, see, we've got this shared treasury between us, which we mm. let the boys and girls... I, I've not acknowledged people who are watching and listening. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, people who are watching and listening. I, I really wish... If you're still there. Should. If you're still there, yes. Um, but this goes back to sort of being off school ill really doesn't it because we were we were both masters of yes. that and, and and maybe that's where our shared affinity with uh with with performance comes mm. from because the amount of sort of award-winning performances we gave of being ill what was your some... best illness what did you have a go-to it was it was it was bronchitis it was the old bronchitis with me it was uh, like... <laughs> see i i went for um, getting up earlier than everybody else and I'd get a cup downstairs 
and then I uh, put a bit of water in, and then I put all sorts of shit in, including Branston pickle and, <laughs> and all sorts of things. And then I'd hide it round the back of the toilet, right? And then at about <laughs> half an hour before I was due to go to school, I'd just put a bit of water in my mouth and I could run down the landing, sort of going, Mom! But gargling at the same time. Yeah. Run into the toilet, spit, get the cup, and it goes, I've been sick. Oh, that was a winner. Boy. I did end up being taken to the doctors because she was yes. telling me how often I was vomiting. Yes, I, I, I too have a sort of long sort of medical record of chest ailments because yeah. I, I just didn't want to go to school, to be quite honest oh. with you. And I that is older hay for three days with them thinking I had appendicitis. <laughs> wow. And I went through with it until it looked like I was going to get the operation. And then I thought, I'd better recover now. But... Feeling much better now. It's terrifying. I remember there was a boy in there who'd burnt his genitals running around with no clothes on. And I, I thought common. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that. Well, oh, I was eight. And this anyway. is this. Well, that explains a lot, by the way. But this, um, uh, I, I, I saw, I, you know what I mean? I can't compete with that. I can't compete with that. I thought that my my brown chitus was. I mean, to be quite honest, I didn't have to. I, I suppose I suppose Protestants have to try much harder with these things with your work effort, you know. Oh. Um, but um, yeah, it's the being off school ill that gives you that affinity with pebble mill. It's mm. it's it it gives you that sort of. That's the that's one of the real nice things, isn't it? In bed with comics. And stuff yes. like that, where you're just like, nah, I don't have to go anywhere today. This is smashing. You know, mm. especially if it's a snowy day, oh. you know, and you're in bed and it's snowing and you've got your yeah. comics and this, that and the other. Um, and you know that you've then at 12 o'clock, you've got Jamie and the Magic Torch, yeah. Rainbow, and then yeah. the Sullivans. Yes. Yes. Now oh. you're a fan of the Sullivans, aren't I you? I love the Sullivans. Now I used to like, was it Uncle Jack? Because they are no. used to... Hang on, you've got Dave. With the Sullivan. tash, who's the tash? Harry, Uncle Harry, Harry. Uncle Harry, the the, the wayward yeah. one. Oh, wonderful. but they all wore those jumpers, didn't they, with no sleeves in them? That's tank tops, yeah. Tank tops, yes. Ah, oh, it was a smashing series. That I, I, it was I mean, a brilliant series, and and amazed really that you know, I mean, Australia. I think they started shooting it in 1976. But it looked good. I mean, it mm. looked, period. They made such a good job of that show. and They were great. The lead cat, she was beautiful. The, the woman who played the mum, wasn't she? Yeah. Her name was the actress. Lorraine Bailey right. was her name. Yeah. And Paul Cronin as, uh, as Dave Sullivan, all wrinkled and everything. And I remember yeah. thinking he looked like the world's scurriest man. I was terrified of him because he was a proper man. Yeah, yes. He looked, looked yeah. big and much. Um, Turns out that he was, when they started making it, two years younger than I am now. That's frightening, isn't it? When you, you right. find that out, it's like, um, what's his yeah, name? He died last year. Did he really? Yeah. Go on. They, uh, they, they, the live, they live quite long out there. I think Bill Kerr was like 101, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, go on. Oh, what was I just, I, I don't know. It's gone completely out of my head. You were on about You were going to say like. Um, like. Men. Manly. Men, chaps. Yeah, it's it's like you find out now. You look back to when you were a kid and you find out, like, you know, the bloke on the corner of the street must have been, like, 24 or so. Yeah. And he seemed super old to you when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. I do, I do wonder how, how much of this, the nice things thing, is shaped by being off school. You know what I mean? Because 
we both loathed school. Let's be yes. quiet. Well, I don't know if you did. I did, actually. I'm putting uh, words in I, your mouth. No, I, I absolutely did. I, I, I loathed the... Well, I, I loathed certain years of it. I, I had a particularly sadistic teacher when yeah. in my second year of junior school called um, Miss Farrah. Oh, the woman was a nightmare, and she was violent. Looking back, she was genuinely, uh, oh, you yes. know, violent. Oh, yes. Um, and I remember, in the end, I, I got my parents to go up to the school and complain about her. And she was terribly nice in front of them yeah. <laughs> as soon as they'd gone. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but quite threatening by that yeah. point. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Awful. I had teachers that had taught my mum and uncles and everything, right? You know what I mean? I even had, we used to get textbooks, school textbooks that would have my mum's name in them. Do you mm. know what I mean? It was one of them kinds of places. And we had, we had Oud Mulroy. Mr. Mulroy, the headmaster, who, when I was about six, and you know those little octagony tables with tiny chairs where kids sit and eat at, you know those little yeah. tables. And so I saw one of those when I was old, and I thought, God, they're tiny. The the you know the the wee people that sit in those must be tiny, you know. But I remember being one of those tiny people, and that bastard when I was eating my dinner one day because I was ch chatting to me mate, whatever it was, you know, I can remember him just punching me between the shoulder blades. Mm. Can you imagine doing that to a little kid? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. So there was him. There was Lawton, who had a yellow streak in his white hair because he always had a fag in his mouth. Stunk a scotch all the time. Mm. Um, they were bastards, absolute bastards. I got my own back on Lawton because I remember he used to have a singing. We used to be in the school choir. And he used to have a singing... Uh, it must have... I think it was the Pirates of Penzance. I'm not sure what it was. You know, And I remember him... Because he used to have this habit of clicking his fingers, right? Yeah. And he used to walk around the room. A verb is a doing word, you know? Mm. A noun is the name of a person, place, or thing. And he'd go around and pick, and you had to repeat it, right? Because he was a bastard. Mm. And I remember him doing this uh, Gilbert and Sullivan thing, was in the pestilential prison with a short, sharp shock and all this crap. So because I could sing quite well, he was like, he threw me out of the choir because I was dicking about or whatever it was, or just being a child. Yeah. Um and um and then he was like the week after he wanted me back in the choir, it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't do it. I didn't like school. They were bastards. Mm. Um unfortunately they did have this habit. It was probably the threat, wasn't it? But they did they did have this habit of learning us quite a lot. I think they punched it into us. Oh yeah, I think you were taught stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it, it wasn't experiential, was it, at all? You were taught no. stuff. The experience um, was getting just battered. Taught, taught things. Um, but then again, I think, thinking back, and that's something that you said before, which is, I suspect I had considerably fewer days off um, yeah. than, than you did, because it was very much drilled into me that yeah. this is what you did. And it's like, and it is that you're right. It's that Protestant work ethic. Oh, aye. This is what yeah. you do. So yeah. <clears throat> certainly, by the time I got to secondary school, rather embarrassingly, I can say I never ever um, skipped school once. There were days when I'd pull a sickie and stay at home, but I never basically set off, met up with my mates, and then headed into town. I didn't do that. no, no, didn't. Which do I should that. have done. I was happier in the house, to be quite honest with you. Well, yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I sort of, I, I, I described a story yesterday, you know, the only, <clears throat> we went on one holiday when I was a kid to Blanifest Inniog and it was shit. Uh, but every year we used to go on the Haydock Catholic Club trip and we'd only be away eight hours from, from leaving to coming back. 
But as yeah. soon as we got in, me nan, she'd, she'd just disappear to the bargain. All you'd hear of her shoulder was, oh, your own toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she'd been Spain for a fortnight, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's kind of like my horizons are very, they're still very narrow. You know, mm. and when I hear people now going, oh, God, we won't be able to go abroad this year again. And I'm just like, and? Yeah. And? So well, that did. And you're sat there with nice things around you. Nice things? What do I want to go? Things. You can't, you know, what are you, you going to see? What are you going to yeah. do in Lanzarote, right? You're certainly not. And here we are to crap purchases of the week. Yes. You were certainly not going to get yourself a Dick Turpin annual. Oh, beautiful thing. Nice thing. That's and, a lovely thing. And not just one, but two Dick oh, Turpin annuals. Bloody hell. You're just not going to get them. You're not. You won't get them. You won't find that in Lanzarote, them. mate. And that's no. a genuine nice thing. Have you been buying nice things this week? Have you got a crap purchase this week? Well, I mean, the, the, uh, the Ice Warriors vinyl turned up. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. About... Well, no. Um, I, I've pre-ordered nice things uh, for in the future. Um, there's a new, um, there's a new Doctor Who Blu-ray season coming out, and uh, so that's being pre-ordered. However, this is something that I've now managed to ensnare you into. You have to collect them, which leads us to the interesting thing. The of interesting the thing, which was meant to be the actual. I mean, it's been quite a Doctor Who chat anyway. This was meant to be the focus of this week, wasn't it? The it was. season twelve, the yeah. season twelve box set, there it is. Um, which you told me to buy. You bullied yeah. me into buying um, because of the special features, which are marvelous. Um, Beautiful. And so I got the thing, and mm. um, it had come in the wrong box. So if if this works, um, there you go. So as you can see, uh, yeah. season twelve set with season ten discs in it. Mm. So, however, however, the plot, thickens. The, the, the plot does thicken. So I contacted them on Amazon. I know yeah. I shouldn't buy things from there. I'm a terrible man. I shall say three Hail Marys in an act of contrition later. <laughs> um, I contacted them. They just gave me the money back. Don't send yeah. it back to us. I was like, oh, okay. So because I had to do so much bloody paperwork the other day, I thought, you know what? I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch myself, the three doctors. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> and so I put disc one, and then the season 12 thing comes on. Yep. And I'm like, ah, it's printed wrong, I mm. see. So anyway, so I watched Robot the other day. That's all I managed to... Oh, no, and I watched the feature on the making of Robot, which I'm sure I've seen before. We've uh, seen that before. It could be that that's on the DVDs, but there's there's uh, there is new stuff on all of them. Yeah, but the the DVDs now that's a thing really because I had things in storage, some nice things in storage for many years. And when I got them out again, um, I realised because I'd been absolutely bugger pissed for for like twenty years. Mm. I, I I was I was like you was like oh you must buy the new DVD of Death uh, of Day of the Daleks. Oh yeah. right, I bought that. And as I'm watching it, it's like. I've seen this, mm. you know, I might've been a bit pissed, but I've seen this. So, so that's the good thing about sobering up. You find all the nice things that you bought that you'd forgotten you bought bladdered. Yeah. Y you know, so you're mm. right. I do have the DVD of robot here. I've seen yeah. it on that. Haven't I? Yes, that's it. Thank you. There you go. That's exactly what it'll be, you know, but yeah. uh, 
But, you know, so what you've got there is the, an interesting purchase. You've got something exciting, so. something confusing, and then yes. something which will fetch a lot of money on eBay. I well, know. Someone yes. will pay hundreds. I'm actually quite warming to that logo as well. Yeah. In context, it's quite nice. The packaging's, packaging's smash, and it's, it's lovely. Beautiful, isn't it? yeah, it's really nice. It is a very nice job. Um, so you said you wanted me to watch something on it for us to chat. Is Tom Baker years on here as well? Uh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. It's well, my like <laughs> For next week, I think yes. you should have a watch of the... Um, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier about sending off blank tapes and all that. Yes. There's on Revenge of the Cybermen, there's a special feature on those early days and how we exchanged nice telly and... All oh, is that? Sort of, yeah. Right. Um, what am I looking at? What do I need to watch for next week? Well, so you need to look. So it's on the Revenge of the Cybermen disc. Right. It's a special feature on there. Okay. Um, uh, pirate something. I can't remember. Okay. So it's on that Called disc. Something like that. So you need do to you, have a look at that. This omnibus version. Well, they call it the TV movie version here. Ugh. Of terrible typo. Genesis yeah. of the Daleks. I'd have called oh, yeah. it an omnibus edition, but the, yeah. the omnibus. Which, which was broadcast late 1975. And what's lovely here, what's lovely for me, is unlike nice the rest thing. of the DVD that has been made pristine, so every shot looks like it could have just been shot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that omnibus edition, they've left it on there, and they haven't cleaned it up. The tape's knackered. It's right. fallout on it. It looks like it would have broken down during transmission, and they've just left it on just like that. I love that. Yes, I think they call that patina these days. I'd have said patina in the old days, but they call mm. it patina now, don't they? When stuff has sort of got that, uh, well, not in video terms, but that crack liqueur of the, of the original. Mm. That's a lovely thing, by the way, and it sort of goes, and I thought about this last week, uh, sorry, in the week between the last time we spoke. I agree that nice things are generally wintry yeah. but there was also that season in uh 82 83 doctor who and mm. the monsters 82. i can't believe we talk so much about doctor who this time anyway we'll, we, have, we to ban it for we'll have to ban doctor who from, from mm. for a few months um yeah that was summer evenings that uh summer evenings and summer not um yeah. that that was summer evenings i think it was black orchid wasn't it mm. Genesis yeah. of the Daleks and Monster of Peladon, potentially. Right. Is that right? Do you not remember this? I, well, it's, we're talking about 82, 83. Monster yeah. of 82, five, five Doctor, faces, 83. Five Faces was November 82, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that right? Is that correct? I think so, yes. Right, okay. Um, so that would mean that it was summer of 83. No, it can't right. have been. Five Faces must have been 81. It must have been November 81, my ninth birthday. That's right. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then um, after Davis's full, first full season, they did this Doctor Who and the Monsters season. So that's summer they, 82. Yes. And they right. showed on, I think it was like Tuesday nights, they showed Black Orchid, unless I'm confusing it with Black Orchid itself going out. Mm. I don't know. And again, this is one of those things that a quick Google could fix. It's like, but I don't want it must to. No, no, no. Because these things are, are, are too wound up 
with with the oh it's it's you know that word you just used it's experiential isn't it it absolutely is and and it doesn't need fucking up by facts yes that's the last thing it needs it doesn't need that it doesn't need somebody say well actually it was on a wednesday night yes no it was tuesday my head's tuesday don't care no isn't it absolutely not i don't care it's like so many things isn't it it's like you've invented certain scenes and mm. and uh, you watch the DVD and it's not there and it's like, yeah, it's, it exists. I've I've seen it. Absolutely. That's it. I don't yes. care. I no, don't care. Does. Yeah. You know. Um, and these again, this is that nice thing. What you were going back to, isn't it? It's that me, myself, and I thing. This is and then and then it's yours. Absolutely. And nobody else can tarnish it. Yeah. No. It, and it's perfect. You know. You just these lovely. I've I've got the most perfect memory of um, just when I just finished my GCSEs and with a friend of mine, uh, Kieran, we got the train from Liverpool and we made our way to Jodrell Bank on a weekday. And I remember thinking we're out of school early because we've done the exams, making our way to Jodrell Bank. Jodrell Bank is a lovely thing. That's a nice oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Isn't that in Quatermass the conclusion? No. No, it looks like it. It does look like it. No, believe it or not, they were built for it. They're props, those two dishes. No. They are props. <laughs> they are props. They, are, they were built for the show. Um, and wow. so is the, that and the, um, the folly that the scientists sit in. Yeah. That's not a folly. Wasn't that's, that a that's, Houston Films? That's Houston Films making that folly out of polystyrene, that whole thing. And I know looks... Ringstone Round is a bit, you know, where they, they, they run the hippies over. You can see that's polystyrene. Yeah, you can. But no, the, the, the satellite dishes and the actual, uh, the building that they're in, it's all, it's all courtesy of Houston right. Films. So, and, and life is quite like that anyway. We've got the pay cops now, haven't we? So, um, Jodrell Bank, you and your mate. Yeah, Jodrell Bank. Um, not used in, in Quatermass and certainly not used in Doctor Who in Legopolis. Um, oh, God, no. If, which Tom Baker fell off, but it is now. And this is, now here's the thing. I have a definite memory of them filming at Jodrell Bank and seeing the telescope and him climbing up the telescope and falling off the telescope. And then when yeah. I watched it on DVD and it wasn't there and I thought, well, it happened. Yes. It definitely happened. And yes. you know what? For the Blu-ray with that on, now it does. Does it really? Jodrell Bank is there. They've wound it into the picture. He falls from Jodrell Bank. Um, wow. It's, and it's seamless. seamless. Now, what are your views on that then? <coughs> I mean, I suppose the original exists. You see, me personally, I don't mind that. I, I really no. don't mind. I remember that someone wrote into Doctor Who magazine. This has been a Doctor Who podcast, no. sorry. Um, someone wrote in saying it's like cutting a square off the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, because they I don't know what they'd done. I think it might have been the beginning V. No, what was that VHS box set with the Crusade and the Ice Warriors on? I don't think it had a special name. It was just green, wasn't it? Yeah, and you got a little disc, a CD on it. Yeah, that's Fra right, yeah. Fraser Hines kept goosing... Um, what's her name? All the way through. Debbie Deb Watling. Deborah Watling, all the yeah. way through. She's like, stop it, Fraser. Yeah. Uh, it was that one. And then you had the Aussie guy with the longer, the New Zealand guy who found the clips in the archive. Damien Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. during my uh, exhaustive trawl of the uh, <laughs> archives. Um, it probably didn't say anything like that. Um, <laughs> it was that, whatever that was. Did yeah. that not even have a, a name then? Which? 
the Ice Warriors and the Crusade. Oh, no, no, I don't think it did, no. That, just, that was just a thing. That was just a box. I could be completely wrong, but in my mind, no, it was just green. So there was something they'd done to that that people were complaining about, and then the War Machines, they did something with that. Because... Uh, they, they reconstructed that from just tiny bits of film, because that film print was buggered. But yeah. they, they made something, yeah, they made that beautiful again. See, and I know where you're going with that. That you know, How do I feel about them suddenly... And it's difficult, but I can't fault them for recreating something that I know I saw in 1981, but I couldn't have done. So this is like the Mandela effect, isn't it? You know that, have you read about that? That, that, con yeah. that concept of the, the sort of the shared memory that doesn't exist. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Now this is a definite memory. And yeah. it, it doesn't exist, but now it does. I, I yeah. can't fault that. Somebody's no. created my nice memory. I'm happy with that myself. I don't mind that at all. I don't mind I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they they um, they manage it because my memory is I remember being so obsessed with with that period, <clears throat> the Five Faces period. You know, Legopolis, going the Watcher, and all that other mm. stuff. Um, I'm sure there's nothing they've done about that unrealistic grassy knoll that Tom regenerates on. No. Um, and then when I saw it one Sunday morning, hung over on UK Gold, like what would that be, 18 years, 15 years later, whatever it may yeah. be. Uh, and it's like that little Urfix model, isn't it? It is. You know. Um, is. But now it's not. That's, now that's it's intriguing. You interest me strangely, Herb. Well, I'm going to make you buy all of these sets. You see. I know you are. I, I got the first one for free. It's, it's, like <laughs> a, it's like a drug dealer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. The first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see you soon, my friend. Yeah, season, um, ten, uh, season 10's out there, though, as you can see. Well, I'm hoping if I get season 10, it'll have the season 12 discs in, and then I'll That'd get that wonderful. for nothing as well. But I can't <laughs> see that happening. I really can't see that happening. Um, I thought that we were going to... I hope it's been interesting, dear listeners. Um, mm. I'm sorry we've not acknowledged you. <laughs> I, think we, uh, I think it's been a very long day. It has, hasn't it? We've both had very long days. We have. Lady Paul and I are very tired. You know we love you. Yeah. Um, and, and so we We'll talk about things that you want to hear about next week. Yes, and why not write <laughs> into us um, yeah. if there's anything you'd like us to talk about. Or send um, a photograph or a picture for the gallery. Yes, the gallery. <laughs> um, well, I think that's enough nice things for this time, don't you, dear? I think so, yes, it's, yes. So I will watch that. We won't talk about it next week because it's been enough mm. Doctor Who this week for that you. Has. For you, your dad, and your uncle Dave. Yeah. Um, so we will we'll think of something else next week. But we um, wonderful. I've enjoyed yes, And that. also we should say that, that keep your ears open because there might be a special coming. Oh, there will be a special, dear. A little bit spooky. Yes, a little bit spooky. Yes. yes. Huffity puffity, ringstone round. Yeah. If you lose your hat, it will never be found. Never be found yes. So do 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 with a bright new pin and diddle diddle diddle. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There we'll, you go. We'll rehearse that and we'll give a performance on the spoon. We show. shall. We you shall. Okay. We'll have a, a lovely week, dear. You too. And, uh, uh, and everybody at home, have a lovely yes. week, and we will see you next week for more nice things. Nice things. Nice things. Bye bye. <laughs>
Voice was presented by Lord Paul Carmichael and Sir Michael Lipsley. The title music was composed by Michael Lipsley. This has been a Guilty Dog promotion. Nice thing.